Hello, Rugby League fans. This is my preview for NRL Round 18. Just going to go through all eight games this week, uh, give a prediction of who I think will win, as well as some of the key talking points, given Origin is done and dusted now. I thought I'd uh, get back into this, given we're going to see some sides start to make a run. You know, it's the last seven or eight rounds before the finals. The Origin period, you get some poor football with understrength side, lots of buys, hard to really get a gauge on form. Uh, now it's back to business. Starts on Thursday night. Broncos sitting in 13th place up against the 15th place Bulldogs. So on the table, it's two teams in the bottom four. But look, Brisbane, they're only a game and a half back from Penrith. I mean, they've been awful all year, the Broncos, but they'd see Penrith sitting in eighth with eight wins and a differential of minus 71 and go, well, we can, we can rope them in if we string three or four wins together, which they're capable of doing. But, you know, they're probably lucky not to lose that game against the Warriors last week. A draw wasn't an ideal result for either side. Uh, and Anthony Seabowles, no doubt he's he's cut this roster in half. He's going with a young side and a, a risky sort of rebuild because the Broncos demand success. Uh, whereas Canterbury, they've done well the last two weeks. Good wins over the Sharks and the Knights. Tough wins, uh, playing with a lot of energy. Typical Bulldogs under Dean Pay. I think it might save his job for another year. I don't think he's the, the long-term coach of the Bulldogs. I think they're executing a bit of a plan to not use Dean Pay up, but just um, get someone in there for a couple of years to keep the spirits up. And when they're ready to hit the ground running with some more players, uh, get a top-notch coach in. So, you know, Bulldogs, I think they're going to avoid the spoon. I don't think they can challenge for the eight. I think they'll be competitive here, but I think there's too much on the line for Brisbane at home on a Thursday night. I think with Corey Oates back on the wing, I think they'll win this game. Friday night, uh, big game for both clubs. Warriors in 12th, Sharks in ninth. The Warriors just half a game behind the Sharks. Uh, Warriors have been in just about every game this year. So they are a team that could challenge for this eight spot, but they just tend to not get the job done. They had so many chances to win against the Broncos. I know they got a point, but you know, Nicarima must have missed three or four field goals. They had a try ruled out with a few minutes to go. They were the better side for the majority of the game. Uh, and they've had so many close losses this year. I think they're a decent side on paper, but you know they look at that record, six wins, one draw, and nine losses. It's fairly unflattering. Roger Tuivasa-Sheck still playing outstanding football. He's still close to the best player in the game, Tuivasa-Sheck. He goes a bit under the radar given he's playing over in Auckland, but he's a, a superstar. Cronulla are in quicksand at the moment. They've lost four in a row, and just things are catching up to him. I tipped him to run, I think, 13th at the start of the year, and I thought I was going to be way off, but you know you have such a, a, a interrupted preseason with the coach being sacked and you know Sean Johnson coming in late and you know, some ageing players, and it's all starting to get a bit hard for Cronulla. I know they've had some injuries, but they're not the side they were the past few years. Sean Johnson, this is a huge game for him. It's a club that essentially got rid of him. He's been really struggling for form. And there's some other senior players I don't think have been playing great this year. You know, Moylan, Dugan, Woods, those sort of guys. Uh, they've been unlucky. They've had, I think, three games in a row where they scored more tries than lost, and that's criminal in the NRL. No goal kicker, and... You know, if they'd won two of those three, they're probably sitting on fifth and sixth, and we're saying, well, the Sharks are going along smoothly. But now it's panic stations because they're out of the eight. They've got some injuries, and they've got a tough game in New Zealand. I think they're going to get beat. I think the Warriors will win this game at home. Other Friday night game, Penrith, uh, eight and eight, sitting in eighth spot in the eight for the first time this year, I think, against the Dragons, who are like Cronulla, going backwards at a rate of knots. They're 14th with six wins and 10 losses. Panthers, we've got to give them credit. They've won six straight. Now, I think they've had a lucky draw. You know, they've played the likes of Easts and Souths when they've had Origin players out, but you've still got to go out and win. And they've played their way into form. When you're on a long losing streak, you're not going to get straight back to the top of your form in one or two rounds. You're going to have some ugly wins, and you're going to play yourself into form. And that's what I saw last week against the Gold Coast. I know they're struggling, but that was a good win for Penrith. They were 
What a tight defence. They scored some nice tries. They get, you know, guys like Cleary and Maloney now back from origin. They're fresh. They've got some young talent. Ivan Cleary's introduced. They're a top eight roster on paper, and I think they've got the momentum at the moment and the draw to possibly push, you know, as high as something like fifth or sixth on the ladder. And uh, this is a gimme for me. I think St. George Lawar at the moment are shot ducks. I think they've been up for a while. This is a side at the start of the year I thought would miss the eight because... I just didn't like the drama around them. You had, um, of course, DeBellin missing, suspended. Uh, Gareth Widdop injured in first game, going back to, to the UK anyway. Uh, Mary McGregor, he's had this team up for a while. I think he's done a good job at St. George Illawarra, but I wonder where it's going at the moment because it's um, he's been there a while and they demand... You know, they, they're not a club that's satisfied to finish eighth and ninth and stuff like that. The Dragons, they're very ruthless, they're fans. And at the moment... There's no resilience in this side. I watched that game against Canberra, and there were some really, really soft tries scored um, by the Raiders, and a couple with just 12 men. So, you know, they've got some senior players like Cronulla that are underperforming this year, I think. James Graham, I think Corey Norman's only been okay. A couple of their forwards haven't been as damaging as they have been in the past. So I see nothing other than a big win for Penrith out at Penrith on a cold Friday night. Saturday afternoon, Roosters host the Knights at the SCG. Uh, Roosters get Tedesco and Corden back, so they'll start to look like the Roosters of old, I think. Now they've they've had a scratchy last couple of months, the Roosters. I think they've lost five of their past seven. Last week was a surprise because they had a, a decent side on paper, good enough to beat North Queensland, and they didn't manage it. Uh, they were out-hustled throughout the game and probably deserved to lose. And Newcastle, that was such a costly loss for them. For a club who's had you know three wooden spoons and I think a 12th place finish, that's the sort of game you need to nail because Nathan Brown desperately needs to make the eight to take his job, you know, for the next year or two, you know, I think you'll get sacked if they finish outside the eight and you've got the Bulldogs at home on a Friday night, you just got to win it. doesn't matter if it's ugly, they're eight nil up, controlling the game and then, you know, an intercept try, but then weren't able to reestablish himself as a silly sin bidding and very costly loss. Now they've lost two in a row, you know, Warriors and Bulldogs at home, they would have banked those two wins and you're up fourth or fifth on the ladder, now they're back in the dogfight. And you get the Roosters at the SCG coming off five losses out of seven. So I think the Roosters will win. I think Newcastle is in a bit of trouble at the moment. Saturday afternoon, Raiders host West Tigers. Two sides going in opposite directions. Canberra, I've said all year I thought it was a three-team comp. I think it might be a four-team comp. I think this is a side that can trouble Melbourne, the Roosters, and South at their best. They're fast, they're physical, and they've learned how to win close games. And I think they're getting better. And uh, they were really, really impressive against the Dragons. They swatted them aside last week away from home. Uh, they've already played the Tigers this year and beat them 29-0. Uh, West Tigers, look, Madge has done a decent job with a pretty average roster. They try hard. They compete. They've got some experience, but they lack pace and power all over the park. They lack a goal kicker. It's a short-term roster that's just hanging in, and I think in Canberra against that side who know how to play against West Tigers, which is, look, we're going to get up in your face and we're going to belt your smaller men early in the tackles and we're going to assert our our better, you know, our, our, the Tigers' lack of pace and lack of power. It's something that Canberra got both of them. I think they'll win easily. Uh, Saturday night, Cowboys host the Rabbitohs. Interesting game because Cowboys are hanging in, like a lot of teams around that, just outside the eight, seven and nine in tenth spot. Rabbitohs, a steadying win over Manly. They needed that win after losing five in a row. Uh, 21-20. Cowboys, re- really impressive. Probably their best win of the year over the Roosters in Gosford. No one saw it coming. They were under strength. A couple of the youngsters uh, really kicking on. Jake Clifford's looking better and better in the halves, and, and Drinkwater's added some pace at the back. So they're, they're trying to regenerate that side because they've got an experienced fullback, uh, sorry, forward pack, but that back line needed some more pace in it, and um, Clifford and Drinkwater are starting to step up. 
Uh, South, they've still got a couple of injury worries and, and haven't looked anywhere near as good as they did in the first couple of months, but they, they've got through that origin period now. I expect them to get better and better. I think they'll win this game narrowly. Sunday afternoon, the Gold Coast, last against first. Gold Coast are a mess. They've sacked Garth Brennan. Look, you can't argue against a 25% win ratio. That's not good enough for a head coach, but I think the Titans have got far more problems than Garth Brennan. They've made the finals once since 2010. Uh, it just looks like a club with no real soul to me. The Gold Coast it just never seems to work, whether it's AFL or Rugby League or Union or whatever they put there. They just tend to struggle. And I think NRL's desperate for a second Brisbane team. I'd be moving the Gold Coast. I wouldn't be moving a Sydney side. I think the Gold Coast should go to Ipswich or something like that because they're, they're not well supported. They're getting crowds of eight or 9,000. The team's running in the bottom four every year. It just seems like a transit lounge there and... You know, I'm sure there's some loyal Titans fans out there, but nowhere near enough to justify um, having an NRL side for me um, in a market. You know, where we're desperate for a second Queensland side. You want to uproot Sydney clubs that have been there for a hundred years with stronger fan bases. I'd be moving the Titans. Uh, Melbourne, they're flying. They're, they're doing a typical Craig Bellamy season. They were up for Cameron Smith's 400 last week. They demolished Cronulla, and they will beat the Gold Coast on Sunday afternoon. Finally. An old derby between Manly and Parramatta. This will be a cracker on Sunday at Brookvale. Both teams, nine and seven, sitting in fifth and sixth, respectively. I think it's time to give the Eels some credit. I've sort of written them off most of the year, but I was out that game last week. They weren't super impressive, but they play with a lot of energy. They've got some underrated forwards, the likes of, um, you know, Kane Evans. And uh, obviously, they've got their playmakers playing well Ferguson, uh, Moses, and Gutherson, some of their, their key leaders. Sean Lane's playing well in the back row. They're a high-energy team. And Brad Arthur, you've got to give him credit. Uh, they're on the track to make the top eight, Parramatta, which would be a huge turnaround after getting the wooden spoon. Manly, I like as a team this year because they've got talent, and that's the one thing you want most as a coach. They've got DCE, they've got the two turbos, you've got Marty Tapao, Coruscant. You can build a football side around that. And if they can get a little bit more depth... You know, they could push for a top four spot. I think this would be a good game at Rookvale, but I think Manly will be too good. So that's my preview of NRL Round 18, starting on Thursday night with the Broncos hosting Canterbury.